It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode 303 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast for Thursday, May 9, 2013. On today's uh, show, I just threw this together at the last minute. I don't know what I'm doing here. (laughs) I'm trying out some new equipment, so uh, we'll see how it sounds out there. But I will be talking about some stuff. We'll be talking about some recent family medicine meetings I was at and how exciting they were. And uh, I'm going to be previewing next week's podcast, very exciting uh, show and podcast coming up one week uh, from today. And I'll also be previewing a a podcast I'm going to be interviewed on. That's right. The tables will be turned on me, and I will be uh, talking uh, about that very exciting opportunity tonight as well. All that and a lot more coming up on Episode 303 of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast starting right now. your favorite family physician host. What is this show about? This is uh, social media through the eyes of a family physician. I encourage you to check out my digital library of stuff at familymedicinerocks.com. And uh, shout out to everybody. Follow me on Twitter, all uh, 12,307 of you out there. Thank you so much for that. And also a big shout out to everybody uh, who uh, likes the Facebook page. Uh, for this show, all 807 of you. Thank you so much for that. Today is Thursday, May 9, 2013. It is 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And uh, here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters, uh, sounds like, it sounds like, it feels like 73 degrees Fahrenheit. Thank you so much for joining me live here today. And also people who download the podcast, I appreciate that as well. It's been a couple weeks since I've uh, been uh Behind the microphone here and uh, uh, doing a doing a show, and I'm trying out uh, trying out some new equipment for a future uh, super secret project that I'm working on. Well, I'll probably talk about it later in the show. Uh, so we're going to see how this sounds here and uh, uh, see if uh, see if it all kind of works. So uh, very excited uh, about that. And uh, so hope your hope your week's going on. It is May. Can you believe that, kids? It is May already. Where has the year gone already? And it is finally, 
finally turned warm here at Family Medicine Rocks World Headquarters to the point where uh, allergy season, a late allergy season, has uh, popped up uh, here finally in uh, northeastern Ohio. And I did a, uh, a interview on uh, local TV news uh, a couple a couple mornings ago, and uh, you can go to uh, the uh, Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash famedrocks, also to my YouTube page. You can get there easily by going to mikesavilla.tv, and you can see the uh, the interview that I had there. Uh, a nice uh, couple segments there, a couple of three or four minute segments on the morning TV news. So uh, very excited about that. You can check out what I'm talking about as far as uh, uh, the spring allergy season. So uh, so check that out as well. And uh, of course, you know, uh, thank you so much for your uh, continued support of the podcast of the show of the website, the Twitter feed, all that kind of stuff. Uh, thank you so much uh, for that. So uh, it's going to be a short show here uh, today. Uh, well, maybe not so much, but uh, I'm thinking about having a short show here today. We'll be uh, talking about some family medicine meetings. We're going to talk, be talking about some future things coming up on the show here. Uh, but first, I do want to thank uh, Blog Talk Radio for having me be a, a featured host here on this network. And uh, I've been a social media hobbyist since 2005. And if you're curious, yes, I'm a real doctor. I am a uh, family physician in full-time private practice, uh, meaning I see patients five days a week in the hospital and in my office here in beautiful northeastern Ohio. And I will take my break here, and I will continue after this. You're listening to the uh, Family Medicine Rocks podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Family Medicine Revolution. You can Google FM Revolution for more details and also a uh, member of the uh, ProMed Network, a podcast you can get there by going to ProMedNetwork.com, and we'll be right back. Family Medicine's leading voice in social media uh, with new audio equipment. <laughs> this is the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. My name is Mike Savilla. Follow me on Twitter, uh, Dr. Mike Savilla, D-R, Mike Savilla. Also, FamilyMedicineRocks.com. Also, Facebook.com slash FamedRocks. And uh, so the first topic I'm going to be talking about here today is, uh, is next week's uh, podcast, next week's show here on the uh, Family Medicine Rocks podcast. Uh, very exciting, going to be uh, doing something that uh, never done before. Uh, going to be kind of having a simulcast of a podcast. <laughs> Let me explain. Uh, I'm going to be having the kids from the uh, Your Health Talk podcast on the show here. and Check out their podcast at yourhealthtalk.org. They are medical students. That's right. They are medical students who are using all of their free time, basically not a lot of their free time. I don't know how they do it. Uh, and they, uh, 
they use social media. They use the uh, the audio social media or the podcast to talk about things that are important to them. And uh, they have a pretty good uh, pretty good show, pretty good podcast at yourhealthtalk.org. I'm going to play a little bit of a segment of their uh, of their show coming up. They talk about uh, health policy type of issues. Uh, they uh, talk about uh, issues like uh, over medicating. They talk about uh, uh, issues um, um, like healthcare reform. Uh, you can get all of that at yourhealthtalk.org. They're also on iTunes, and uh, they're going to be coming on this show one a week from today. And what we're going to do is that they're going to be coming on live on this show. Um, I haven't really figured out the format yet, uh, but they're going to be coming on live on this show, and then uh, we're going to be recording a segment for their podcast. Uh, so they will be uh, uh, releasing it on their uh, RSS or a subscription feed as well. So we're still trying to work out the details on that. <laughs> but they have many, many hosts and co-hosts uh, on their end. So it'll be very interesting to see. Uh, how I'm going to try to interview all of them <laughs> and how all of them are going to try to interview me <laughs> uh, about what I'm doing and uh, the story that I'm trying to tell. Uh, so uh, so definitely check out the show uh, next week. That is uh, uh, May 16th. And um, I do have a, a little bit of a – here's a preview that I asked the uh, – uh, at least three co-hosts to to record here. So this is kind of live on the fly. Uh, this is uh, this is the kids uh, from the uh, Your Health Talk podcast. All right. Well, uh, first of all, my name is Kendall Johnson. I'm originally from uh, Pocatello, Idaho, and I'm attending school at the Kansas City University of Medicine and Biosciences. I'm Ryan Schmidt. I'm from Valparaiso, Indiana, and I'm also attending school at Kansas City University of Medicine and Biosciences. I'm David Reed. I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. I'm also at KCUNB, and we'd love for you to join us with Dr. Mike Sevilla on May 16th, uh, representing our podcast, uh, Your Health Talk at yourhealthtalk.org. See, they're already professional. I mean, they already sound like pros and professionals. So, uh, so I believe it's going to be 11 a.m. Eastern time and 10 a.m. Central time. Uh, right here on the Family Medicine Rocks uh, podcast, and I'm going to just play. I'm going to I'm going to play an entire of their podcast. I'm going to play a, a segment of theirs. Excuse me. My uh, allergies have been killing me. But here's a here's a segment of of their uh, podcast talking with our good friend Doctor New uh, Ryan Newhoffel from uh, uh, New Care Family Medicine. His entire interview. Uh, it's about 15 minutes. I won't play the whole thing, but uh, uh, he's episode uh, uh, 2.02. Uh, and uh, that's on yourhealthtalk.org. And uh, you'll have a little bit of a flavor here of what their podcast, what their style uh, is like. Uh, so I'm going to play a segment here uh, of the uh, Your Health Talk podcast uh, with our good friend, Dr. New. Welcome, and thanks for listening to Your Health Talk, where we discuss the topics in healthcare and medicine important to you. On this program, we are dedicated to providing you with information in a no-degree-required fashion 
making healthcare knowledge more accessible to everyone. I'm Kendall Johnson. I'm Holly Briggs, and we'll be your student moderators. On today's episode, we'll be exploring some very unique alternatives in the practice of primary care. Patients might call their primary care physician their regular doctor, typically a family doctor, internist, or pediatrician. Dr. Ryan Newhoffel, founder of NewCare in Lawrence, Kansas, will join us to talk about NewCare's retro approach to providing direct community health care by cutting out the third-party distractions. We'll also talk with Dr. Matthew Letterman from the California-based Transition to Health about their comprehensive focus on total health through lifestyle modification and emphasis on good nutrition. Thanks for listening to Your Health Talk. Today we're talking about alternatives to the typical practice of primary care medicine. And we're very happy to have with us the namesake of New Care in Lawrence, Kansas, Dr. Ryan Newoffel. Thanks very much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. So to get started here, what we wanted to ask you right off the bat was, can you please explain to us and our listeners about your practice? What is direct primary care? That is a good question to start with. Um, It's really one of those things that is so simple that it's hard for people to understand. Whenever we say healthcare in our country, um, people immediately think of health insurance, um, and that's the way that people get healthcare. Um, And so it seems kind of uh, uh, overly simplistic to say that healthcare is not health insurance, but in most people's minds, the two are so intertwined together that they don't make a distinction. So that's when I talk to people about direct primary care. That's where I always start. Um, And health insurance is one way. Um, Unfortunately, really about the only way we currently pay for health care in our country. Um, But it's not the only option. And uh, direct primary care is basically just providing primary care uh, directly to patients as opposed to using insurance or managed care uh, to help do that. And so Uh, I contract directly with my patients. I don't contract with any third-party health plans, no insurance plans of any kind. Um, And we just offer care directly to them, whether they have insurance or don't have it. So if they do have insurance, do you offer the paperwork to help them um, submit the claim to their insurance company? We can do that. It depends, I always say, (laughs) depends on the insurance company because that's not me. Um, We do offer that for people um, if they would like to submit their their visits to the insurance company. But I really think that uh, at the end of the day, it's better just to keep middlemen out of it entirely. Um, It's usually not worth my time, and that's why I'm not doing it, and it's usually not worth their time. Uh, We made our prices as affordable affordable as we possibly could. Uh, we've had a few patients do it, and they said, you know what, it's not worth the time, um, and uh, it's really not worth, you don't usually get much reimbursement with the, what we charge. Um, so what I tell people is that I'm not a substitute for health insurance. I'm not health insurance. Um, I'm an independent alternative way to do your day-to-day health care. can take care of 80 to 90% of people's problems. Um, insurance makes sense if it's something unexpected and really expensive, and I encourage people to have it, but don't require people to have it. On a kind of a, a personal note, what what inspired you to uh, begin this practice? Well, I think it started fairly on early on with my uh, experience in the healthcare system. Um, even as early as my third year of med school, when I went out and experienced the the real world, which seemed very surreal to me. I I don't have any family members who are in healthcare, um, and so you learn all these things like you guys are learning right now, and you're really eager to get out there and help people. And then you kind of run into the system and you realize that um, a lot of what you learned uh, is important, but there's just this huge layer of of, uh, bureaucracy and this huge layer of paperwork that uh, really interferes with patient care and people become 
as focused on that as they do actually caring for people. And so very early on, I, I kind of became very frustrated and, and confused on why that was and why everyone kind of just went along about their business. And I was the dumb, naive med student saying, well, this doesn't make any sense to me. And why can't we do this? And why can't we email our patients? And why can't we do this? So I think it all started with there it was just a dissatisfaction, um, seeing the patients being dissatisfied. And so I thought there's got to be something better than this. Um, and I slowly evolved this idea over time, but it all started with the principle of the system really stinks. You, you mentioned. Uh, so you can catch uh, the, the rest of that at uh, yourhealthtalk.org. And they're on iTunes, and uh, it's a very good interview. Uh, and, of course, you know, our good friend Dr. New has been interviewed on this podcast uh, in the past. I encourage you to check out his interview uh, here as well. And uh, uh, so, you know, this this uh, this direct medicine, direct primary care, direct family medicine model um, is being written about more. Uh, it's being uh, coined a lot of different uh, uh, names uh, like uh, cash, uh, you know, a cash practice, you know, trying to not really simplify it, but but trying to explain it better uh, to uh, to the public, uh, to patients, to anybody who will listen, uh, what this model of care um, is about. And I believe there, his uh, website is uh, newcare dot net. And uh, uh, let me uh, let me uh, confirm that it's N E U. C-A-R-E dot net, and they can get more information there. And he's telling me, uh, this is an exclusive, <laughs> not really, uh, that he's going to be unveiling a new website uh, hopefully in the next uh, few weeks. And uh, I've asked him to come on the show here when that happens, and we can talk about uh, the, the fun of having a new website uh, uh, for your uh, for your business, for your practice. Uh, and uh, you know, in talking about medical student-driven, me- medical student-created uh, podcasts, um, you know, I was on the uh, the, the Radio Rounds uh, podcast a number of years ago when it started. That's RadioRounds.org. Uh, that's for medical students in the Dayton area, uh, Dayton, Ohio. And uh, and these students um, are, uh, and they said already, <laughs> in the Kansas City area. And um, uh, they've been, uh, I don't know how they do it. I mean, it's just uh, the, the uh the time. Uh, it's a, when I was in med school, I didn't have time to do anything. So <laughs> I don't know how they have time to kind of go through this and uh, schedule guests and uh, come up with a format for the program and um, all that stuff. So uh, I'll be excited to welcome them uh, on the on the show here live. They'll be here live uh, May 16, uh, I believe, at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. And uh, we're going to be uh, going to be coming on my uh, show here, and then we'll be recording something for their podcast. So that'll be very exciting to uh, to try to get. Uh, uh, and, and I think I will open up the chat room uh, as well during that uh, during the show uh, next week. And uh, you can feel free to chat along there. You do have to register uh, here at the uh, Blog Talk Radio site, blogtalkradio.com, and uh, register for a username and all that kind of stuff. That be that way you'll be able to. Type in the chat room, make fun of me, um, and all that good stuff here. So May 16, 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central Time uh, for the kids from uh, yourhealthtalk.org. And it's going to be very, very exciting uh, coming up uh, next week. Let me play their preview uh, clip here again. Uh, Here we go. All right. Well, uh, first of all, my name is Kendall Johnson. I'm originally from 
uh, Pocatello, Idaho, and I'm attending school at the Kansas City University of Medicine and Biosciences. Uh, I'm Ryan Schmidt. I'm from Valparaiso, Indiana, and I'm also attending school at Kansas City University of Medicine and Biosciences. I'm David Reed. I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. I'm also at KCUMB, and we'd love for you to join us with Dr. Mike Sevilla on May 16th, uh, representing our podcast, uh, Your Health Talk, at yourhealthtalk.org. There you go. So uh, we will uh, get to topic two here coming up on the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Family Medicine Rocks podcast live here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. My name is Mike Savilla. Go check out FamilyMedicineRocks.com uh, for uh, more information and to check me out. So topic two is a, a very exciting uh, podcast uh, that I'm going to be interviewed on uh, this evening as I'm recording this. And uh, uh, it is called uh, Just Talking, the Just Talking podcast. Uh, with Chris Snyder, and uh, you can go to JustTalkingPodcast.com, uh, and uh, he interviews a lot of uh, a lot of interesting uh, uh, people from a lot of different uh, industries and a lot of different places. Um, I encourage you to to, uh, to subscribe to him on uh, on iTunes, and go to JustTalkingPodcast.com. I got to uh, to see him and listen to his work um, a few months ago. Uh, because, uh, as you know, I've talked about on this show, uh, going to uh, the uh, huge Medicine X conference this fall at Stanford. And uh, and Chris was the moderator of a, a panel of uh, e-patients uh, on Google Hangouts um, a few months ago. And I thought he did a great job as a moderator, so I, I checked out his podcast, and uh, he did a lot of interviews uh, with uh, with people from the MedX conference, uh, along with other you know, other people in other industries on his podcast. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, recently, uh, probably in the last couple of weeks, I've um, got to check out uh, an interview uh, with our good friend uh, Nick Dawson, uh, who I had met before and uh, hope to get on this show at some point. Uh, and uh, Nick Nick's a great guy, uh, uh, you know, uh, not a physician, not medically trained, but but astutely. Uh, understands um, a lot about um, healthcare, healthcare delivery, the right way to deliver healthcare, uh, how to involve a lot of different stakeholders in healthcare change, especially involving patients. Uh, and uh, it was a great conversation uh, with those two. I'm going to play a little bit of a segment here for you from that. But to get the full episode, I encourage you to go to uh, JustTalkingPodcast.com or if you're on iTunes, uh, search for it, Just uh, talking podcast, but uh, I'll give you a little bit of a flavor uh, of of the uh, just talking podcast with Chris here. Uh, here's a little bit of a of, of a taste 
of, uh, of what you'll uh, what you'll hear on the uh, Just Talking podcast. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are mine alone and do not necessarily reflect that of my employer. After all, we're just talking. Welcome back to another episode of Just Talking, so episode 184. I am Chris. This is a podcast for the of April 23rd, 2013. Joining me this week is Nick Dawson. Nick, how's it going? Hey, it's going well, Chris. How are you doing? Uh, enough about cicadas. Nick, I have here's my primary question for you. How does a guy who majored in history and English eventually find his way into the evolution of healthcare? You know, I, I, I wish there was a... Um like a like a more elegant like a whack on the side of the head kind of answer to that story. It's it's I think remarkably simple, and I'll, I'll maybe even um, suggest the next question, which is what what pulled me in and made me stick there. But the the short version of that, um, you know, I often joke it's the the one thing I always said I would never do growing up. So I had this kind of this kind of pretty broad open list of things of careers I'd consider and and things I wanted to go into, and I had a few things I knew I didn't want to do, but the really the big thing I knew I never really wanted to do was go into healthcare in any way, and that's uh, largely because my, my dad worked in healthcare, uh, and and I, I kind of had a sense of what that was probably about, and even like, like even going way back, like early days, like kindergarten or, you know, five, seven, eight years old, I had this this fear that he came home probably covered in germs. I didn't know what they were, but but if you're in a hospital around sick people all day, it can't be good, right? <laughs> and that just kind of became this pervasive thing. So I said, well, whatever I'm going to do, I'm not going to go into healthcare. And the uh, the interesting twist there was, I, when I was in high school, I had a um, uh, kind of a an interest in technology, and and I did some computer programming, and and kind of had a gadget uh, thing anyway. And had um, had a small internship with the the, the first high speed uh, ISP we ever had in in the town in Virginia where I grew up in, and and you know everybody kind of had this slow matriculation. Everyone in town that ever worked in technology had this slow matriculation toward the hospital, and you know we would I would work with some neat guys. These were always guys that were ten or fifteen years older than me, and they would eventually go and. Um, and, and leave and go to the hospital, and I'd say, well, what are you doing that for? And they'd say, well, you have no idea how fast their internet connection is there and how much cooler their technology is. And, and uh, you know, that to me kind of became the draw. So I went and worked at the uh, the same local hospital that, that my dad worked at, as a matter of fact, and didn't even tell him for the first couple of weeks. I think I think the HR office finally put it together and told him before I did. But I, that was my first <laughs> summer job, and I was down there in the – I mean, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world because it was about the time – that Terminator 2 had come out. I'm probably dating myself here, right? That's okay. So, so you know, Terminator 2 had that great scene at the end where they're in that uh, server room and it's halon controlled. And and this this hospital had this great raised floor, drop ceiling, huge IBM mainframe server room that had that had a gas fire suppression system. So I always imagined myself working in or near kind of this Terminator 2 type facility. And so to me, it was this pull into that, and that just kind of um, Spring, I guess, springboarded into a greater interest. So the first thing, you know, the, the little more uh, insight here. This this may be the the deepest I've ever gone on this, actually. So the one of the first 
uh, projects they put me on, they were upgrading from – this is actually – this is – I mean, healthcare people will find this interesting. This hospital had, had built its own electronic medical record, and this was the early 90s, and, and we're not using a, a an off-the-shelf system like most hospitals are today. They had a programmers on staff and had built their own, and they were moving away from a terminal-based green screen system. So you can imagine all of these doctor's desks and nursing stations had kind of those old – green terminals where you had no mouse, no nothing. You had to type everything and had to know these kind of archaic commands. And They were moving from that to desktop PCs, and they said, we need somebody to handhold all of the physicians as we go live on these PCs and show them – I mean this is like the ultimate irony – show them how to click on the icon that will get them back into – the green screen that they know how to use, huh. and they said, "Well, Mick, you're an, you're you're an intern, and you seem um, to be at ease around physicians, and you know, maybe that was a product of the upbringing. So why don't you be the one who goes around, and every time we roll this out on a new department, a new floor, you're going to go and handhold all the physicians. And so that, to me, was kind of the um, the piece that bridged the humanity part of healthcare, the humans, um, and and the computer piece. And and I've I've since made a very conscious choice to get away from IT, but that was the beginning." You were like an arbiter of, of innovation, even even back in the day. No, actually, I, I, well, I like that. I like your version of that much better than mine. I, it was, <laughs> I was, I was a, a a free or cheaply paid intern at the right place at the right time. Well, yeah. yeah. And you can listen to more of that. Sorry about that. I'm still still messing with this new equipment here. Uh, you can listen to more of that at uh, JustTalkingPodcast.com, and uh, you can also subscribe uh, on iTunes to that. And I just I was looking at the website here. There's also a Just Talking app. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's amazing. <laughs> Wonder if this show has an app. That'd be kind of cool to do. Uh, so so I'm gonna be interviewed uh, tonight. Um, and it'll be edited and put together, and then uh, I, I will uh, let you know on Twitter and Facebook uh, when that interview is going to be uh, coming out uh, on, of the uh, Just Talking uh, podcast. So very excited about that. Uh, so let me take another uh, quick little break here, and I will talk about some uh, family medicine meetings uh, that I heard about and uh, that I was at, uh, just to give some of my uh, uh, perspective and opinion uh, about uh, some of that stuff. So we'll be right back here on the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. Don't go anywhere. Back to this uh, kind of experimental episode of the Family Medicine Rocks podcast. So, so I'm experimenting uh, with a, a mixer uh, to put microphones in, uh, and maybe doing a more than one microphone show. 
Uh, so I will let that out of the bag there a little bit. And uh, we're going to see if this thing works here. And uh, uh, I won't even know if this works until the playback, until I download it uh, from iTunes or Blog Talk Radio or something like that to see what the sound is like. Uh, and, of course, you know, if, if you have feedback on that as well, uh, let me know uh, at dailymedicinebox.com. Uh, so there's a, a couple of uh, uh, meetings in the last uh, few weeks uh, I wanted to talk about briefly. Uh, one uh, is the uh, uh, the leadership meeting in Kansas City, uh, the uh, annual leadership forum and a national conference of special constituencies, of which I had a live report on the, the previous show with uh, my good friend, uh, Dr. Jerry Tolbert. And uh, it was interesting uh, observing that from afar, from uh, just watching Twitter, and um, uh, another great meeting, another uh, uh, another uh, a meeting where there was a lot of great discussion, a lot of energy, a lot of empowerment uh, that happened during the meeting. Uh, uh, Twitter was a Twitter uh, with a lot of uh, comments and uh, um, and uh, people. Uh, uh, carrying the flag for family medicine and a lot of uh, pride going on out there for family medicine. And uh, uh, it was really nice, uh, really nice to see. Uh, and then, as typically happens, uh, when people get home, uh, the, the Twitter stream dried up uh, and uh, saw very little people uh, uh, on Twitter from the meeting uh, in the days following the meeting. And that is typically something that happens. That is not a fault of the meeting. That is not a fault of the leadership or the organizers. It is just something that happens. Uh, and I've talked about it, uh, and uh, I've blogged about it, and i put it out there on Twitter. You know, how do you carry through uh, that energy uh, that is generated, that is sparked at a leadership meeting, uh, and how is that continued home, and uh, how is that uh, – uh, continued on the home front at the grassroots when people get home, and that, that is a, an eternal question. Uh, that is a question. Uh, who, whomever can can uh, answer that question successfully and can continue that energy that was uh, generated at a meeting, at a leadership meeting, uh, that is where advocacy is at. That is the next step of advocacy. Advocacy is more than getting people excited and upset at a meeting uh, among friends um, at a meeting um, where uh, it is kind of an echo chamber uh, where people are agreeing with everyone else or people are arguing. How do you carry that home? How do you carry that home where people can continue uh, to do that or continue to keep the energy up or continue to 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 have people still talk about it and not have the powerful, powerful status quo of life, as the status quo of frustration, the status quo of the broken healthcare system. How can you continue the energy uh, that is sparked at these meetings? Uh, and I still have not found out how to do that yet. Um, I keep asking the question every year at every meeting I'm at, um, and people have noble ideas. People have uh, great ideas. Uh, it's just uh, none of them I've seen have carried through. Uh, so we're going to keep working on that for advocacy's sake. Uh, the next meeting uh, that, that I wanted to talk about was uh, just uh, last week uh, in Baltimore, uh, the Society of Teachers of Family Medicine, their annual spring conference, that is the educators, the family medicine uh, educators uh, from uh, medical schools and residency programs. They had their annual meeting uh, in Baltimore, and they had a lot of uh, really great presentations. I talked about uh, uh, social media with the aforementioned 
uh, Dr. Jerry Tolbert. And uh, uh, the fun of those meetings for me is, is, is not only the sessions, but, but getting people in the hallways, uh, uh, you know, all, all the, the backstory, uh, kind of the, uh, uh, the meeting within the meeting, uh, and uh, getting people to, to talk and discuss, you know, off social media, like in, in real life, in a real person. Uh, and that is where the, the fun of that happens. And uh, it's always difficult for me to go to meetings like that because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not formally in education. <laughs> you know, I'm not employed by a, a medical school or residency program, so I don't know exactly what that life is. I'm a volunteer uh, uh, teacher uh, for the medical school. Um, you know, I have a, 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 a what they call a clinical academic appointment. Uh, uh, and I do have medical students uh, in my office every so often, but it's fun to do that. Uh, but that's not, not my world, and uh, sometimes I feel like a fish out of water when I go there, but it's interesting uh, hearing uh, their point of view and, and the stresses that they have, which are uniquely different than me in full-time private practice. Uh, and it's always fun to catch up with old friends uh, at a meeting like that, and, and hopefully I'll be able to get to get to see them very soon. Uh, so a couple of last things I wanted to mention before ending up the show here was that next month, next month in June, uh, my wife and I are going to be going to Alaska uh, for the Alaska Academy and Family Physician Meeting, their annual meeting. Uh, it will be in Fairbanks, Alaska, and they're going to be going up there and talking about social media. And uh, we're going to make a little bit of a vacation out of it, so that's going to be fun. I've never been to Alaska. My wife's never been to Alaska. We've had a lot of friends and family who have been up there uh, in the great, great white north. <laughs> and uh, so that's going to be fun. Uh, I'm trying to uh, get my social media plan uh, up, uh, see what I'm going to do up there. Probably not much on social, uh, but probably just taking a lot of pictures and video and uh, uh, sharing that with all of you on the blog and on the podcast uh, when I return. Uh, so that's going to be very exciting. That's just coming up in just a few weeks. And uh, later in the summer, later in the summer, uh, I'm going to be uh, going to visit our friends uh, at uh, Primary Care Progress uh, up in the Boston area. And uh, I had a great conversation with them uh, last week about some super secret projects uh, to be working with them. And uh, they're just a great group of people to, uh, to be working with, talking about primary care, talking about family medicine, uh, talking about advocacy, talking about um, health care reform, talking about change. And uh, they're working with a lot of uh, trainees, a lot of students, um, and trying to get them excited about health care reform, how to change our broken health care system. And I'll be revealing a lot more projects with them um, in the next few weeks uh, as we get them finalized. But uh, I'm happy to be working with uh, Primary Care Progress uh, and uh, hopefully I can uh, use some of my talents to to help them tell their story um, out there as well. So shout out to uh, to all my friends out there uh, in Boston at uh, Primary Care Progress and everywhere else. So uh, uh, so that that's going to end my brief show here uh, today. We'll brief show 38 minutes. Uh, but uh, uh, hopefully uh, this was a successful test of this new audio uh, equipment. <laughs> So we'll see what happens. But one week from today, May 16, uh, the kids from the uh, Your Health Talk podcast are going to be on this show here. I believe it will be 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central. Check out more information at yourhealthtalk.org. Also, I'll be talking about uh, uh, my appearance on the Just Talking podcast, justtalkingpodcast.com. And also check out my digital library of stuff at familymedicinerocks.com. 
and uh, that gives you all my links there as far as uh, Facebook and YouTube and uh, LinkedIn and, and all that, all that kind of stuff. So uh, hope you're having a great week, and welcome to May, my friends. Welcome to May. Can you believe that? It is uh, <laughs> it is May already. So uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, those of you who listen live and also uh, those who are downloading the podcast. Hopefully, hopefully we can uh, match up a schedule soon, and uh, Kat and I can uh, come back and have a Saturday night uh, podcast um, to uh, talk about very uh, less serious stuff. So uh, thank you all for joining me. My name is Mike Sabella. Go to FamilyMedicineRocks.com. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. And we'll talk to you all very soon. Have a good day, everybody. Hey, Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Remember to let her into your heart. Then you can start to make it better. Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.